Podcast Answer Man, episode number 226. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and this is the podcast about podcasting, helping you take your show to the next level. It doesn't matter if you're a brand new podcaster, if you've been podcasting for many years, or you haven't quite recorded that first episode. There's something we can all do to take our show to the next level. Well, my friends, that is what it's all about here, taking our show to the next level. And today I have an exciting pre-recorded interview that I want to share with you. It's about making yourself newsworthy, how to get some publicity from the traditional media. Now, of course, I'll play that interview for you uh, here in a few moments. But before we do, I want to actually jump right back into some Q&A and talk about some other exciting things happening. And uh, we're going to jump into the first question, which it looks like it's coming from Wade, who's having an issue with some software that he's been using that's no longer working. Wade, take it away, my friend. Hi, Cliff. This is Wade from the Assistive Technology Update podcast. Hey, I am looking for an alternative to Wiretap Studio from Ambrosia Software that will work on the Lion operating system. We occasionally have the need to record system audio for our podcast, and we've been using Wiretap to do that for a while. However, it doesn't seem to be compatible with the Lion operating system. And according to their website, it may not be due to some of the limitations with Lion development. So can you recommend something that will allow me to record audio from the uh, operating system? Thanks so much. All right, Wade. Sorry to hear that you're having problems. You know, when we move to from one operating system to another, I always recommend holding off, you know, at least 60 to 90 days uh, for programs to get updated and to get all those kind of issues worked out and everything. Now, Wiretap Studio is a program that allows you to internally kind of uh, send certain audio from from certain programs into an audio input of another program. It's kind of like having a mixer only virtually inside of your computer. What I mean by this is, and and, and by the way, my recommendation to you, Wade, had you called in the question and not told me that you were using Wiretap Studio and having a problem with it. If you said, hey, I don't want to buy any equipment. I don't want to use any equipment whatsoever. I just want to, inside of my computer, record some system audio, my first recommendation would have been to check out Wiretap Studio. Now, I'm very happy to have your voicemail to let me know that that's not working in Lion so that I can kind of adjust my recommendations from this point forward. Now, I'm not sure how Soundflower works, but uh, I'm just going to do a Google search here, Soundflower Mac, and if I pull that up here, Uh, You can go to, it looks like soundflower.en.softsonic.com slash Mac. Anyway, I know that this is something that is being used by my ScreenFlow software. And what ScreenFlow does is it allows me to, uh, while I'm doing a screen capture, capture any audio that's being played from the computer. 
I don't know how it works. I just know that it works within. It's it's kind of like a, an association that can kind of be built right into what's going on with uh, ScreenFlow, which is where I do my screencast. And it does perfectly. Even in Lion, it records into the software without a mixer or anything like that. Um, everything that's being played by the system audio. So I'm not sure if you can maybe use Soundflower to kind of do that for what you're wanting to do. If that doesn't work, my only other recommendation for you is to go hardware. In fact, of course, I'm not a huge fan of recording into computer software at all for my podcasts. I'd much prefer recording into a digital audio recorder. And so therefore, there's no need to kind of try to rewire all that stuff inside your computer internally. But instead, bringing all of your various audio sources into a mixer. So my microphone, bring that into a mixer. Skype, bring it into a mixer. Computer audio for sound clips and all this other stuff, bring it into the mixer. And then send everything out of the mixer into my digital audio recorder. That would be my highest recommendation for you, Wade. And that way it won't matter what operating system you're using whatsoever. It's always going to work. You'll never have to sit there and go an entire week without um, recording your show like you normally would. It wouldn't change your process at all. You just move on and uh, you're good to go. So maybe this is the time to consider even the least expensive of mixers out there would help you. Um, for example, uh, you, you could even get by with a Behringer 802, a Behringer Xenix 802. That mixer, I think you can pick them up for about somewhere between 50, maybe $65. And then you're looking maybe at, at $30 in cables at most. Uh, and then of course you could do all of that and send the audio right back into your computer. Or you could spend maybe a little bit more and get a digital audio recorder. I highly recommend the Roland R-05 recorder, uh, personally. But uh, I know some people out there say, Cliff, you know, you always recommend that very high-priced recorder, which I don't think it's all that high-priced, especially when you consider what digital audio recorders were. When I started podcasting back in 2005, they were like $899 was the cheapest compact flash recorder from... Um, oh gosh, Marantz, I think it was, but, uh, they, they've really come down in price. And I think for $299, you could get a, a Roland R05 and that includes, uh, that price would include getting the power adapter, which, uh, is sold separately. That's why you can actually get a Roland R05 for much cheaper online because it doesn't come with a power adapter. All right, looking back at my notes here, the next topic that I have to talk about is a question that was submitted uh, in my last podcasting A to Z course. And it came, this question comes up kind of uh, often. So I'm going to share it here. It is uh, which version of Soundbite should I buy? All right, Soundbite is the software that I use to play all of my queued up audio clips. So I have this software that allows me, if I click a button here, I can play I'm, I'm trying to look for this one I, I could play like this low bassy sound in the background and make it sound so ominous or I can uh, do a little bumper music in between segments or I can say uh, I could play a little clip like this hey everybody this is Gary Vay Nurchuk and you're listening to the podcast answer man and so I'm doing that by clicking play on a bunch of buttons that I have preloaded with audio clips on it. And that's how I play your voicemails. That's how I play the intro and outro music to this podcast. And the program that I'm using is called Soundbite. And that's S-O-U-N-D-B-Y 
S-T-E. And it's all run together, one word, uh, with the S and the B capitalized. And it's made by a company called Black Cat Systems. Now, Black Cat Systems can be found at blackcatsystems.com. And when you get there, you'll see that they are involved in creating all kinds of different software programs. And the very first category of programs that's listed is audio programs. And on the right-hand side, you'll see Soundbite, as long as they haven't updated their website between now and then. And honestly, personally, I hope that they do update their website one of these days. It looks, it'll look a lot better. But anyway, you click on Soundbite. And when you get there, you'll see that uh, this is digital sound effects at your fingertips. And I'm going to tell you right now, the least ex- expensive version that they have, the $39 version, that is exactly the one that I would recommend. They do have uh, things for you know more carts and all this other stuff. Um, there's Soundbite Lite, one rack of carts for $39. There's Soundbite, five racks of carts for $79. And there's Soundbite Pro, 50 racks of carts for 149 And I'm going to tell you right now that uh, one card of racks is plenty. And it's actually more than plenty. And it's the only one I would recommend that you purchase. All right. So that's the answer to that question. Um, the next question comes from Brian from Maryland. And uh, let's see what he has to say. Hello, Cliff. This is Brian from Maryland. And I have a question for the podcast answer, man. I'm in the pre-production stages for a podcast that will re-watch old television shows from beginning to end. And the question I have is, what are the rules regarding using sound clips or theme music from these shows in the podcast? I know with uh, some popular music files uh, that you would need to adhere to certain laws about using that, you know, ownership rights and so forth. I was wondering if those same laws apply to sound clips and music from shows, movies, and so forth. Okay, thanks again for all the work you do, and I look forward to your response. All right, Brian, thank you for the question. And as far as the laws are concerned, well, first and foremost, I just want to preface anything that I say from this point forward by explaining to you that I am not a lawyer and that if you have any legal questions about what you can and cannot say in your podcast, I would suggest that you uh, certainly seek the advice of a lawyer and understand that what I'm about to share with, with you are my own opinions And they are opinions only because I am not uh, a student of the law, nor do I understand how all that law stuff works at all. Now, the thing is, though, is is as much as I do know and, and as much as I understand about how things work, when somebody does a creative work, whether or not it is copyrighted, trademarked or anything of this other stuff, anything that they do to go out of their way to protect it, um, there is automatically intrinsically tied to it copyright i mean it, it it's it belongs to them so if i were if i were a writer of a tell or if i was the producer of a television show or the owner of a television show and i'm producing this show and and i hired these people to write it and and i've got sound effects who are sound people who are recording it and editing it and and all this other stuff and those all all, all the words that are spoken there that are um, recorded that are played back in audio all the sound effects that are put in, all of those other things, that all belongs to me. I, I own the rights to all of that material, all right? And so if you were to take it without permission, I would I would have to, as the producer of that show, I would have to decide for myself, you know, what am I going to do about this? You're violating my copyright by taking my audio and sharing it somewhere else. Now, there's 
this stuff called fair use. And I, again, I am not a lawyer and I just, I am sharing only my primitive understanding of how this stuff works. But fair use, I think, allows for some, you know, news commentary or educational uh, playback and commentary for educational or news reporting purposes. And I'm not sure at the length or any of those things. Now, with all of that said, I am going to share with you my philosophy, my own personal philosophy and what it has been related to this kind of stuff when it comes to copyrighted materials and playing it in your podcast. And I'm going to say this one more time. I'll probably not say it anymore. But anything that I share about law and about copyright, about materials, this is all my opinion. It is not legal advice. And I recommend before you do anything that you seek your own advice about what you should or should not put into your show when it comes to other people's copyright material. All right. So with that being said, all prefaced, I'm going to tell you that when it comes to licensed music that is run by and organized and orchestrated and and everything by the RIAA, Record Industry Association of America, I would not touch that music with a 10-foot pole in my podcast. Is it possible to go out and get licenses from ASCAP and BMI and all this other thing for digital streaming and for putting into your audio podcast? Yes, it is. Um, now, and and for those of you who have who are extremely passionate about the idea of putting licensed music into a show, you can accomplish those things. In fact, uh, my good friend uh, Dan Miller has actually got a license from Sony Music to use. Uh, I think is it Bachman Turner Overdrive, uh, taking care of business. So it, it, basically, he's able to play that, and he. He played it for years without a license, and then he actually finally was able to negotiate a license. Now, I wouldn't touch licensed music. I, I just, I just would not. There's the, these people are have a record of shamelessly suing people left and right. I mean, even people's grandparents are getting sued uh, because their IP address was used to download music or share music or something like that on their IP. So I would stay away from that. Now. I have a different philosophy personally when it comes to TV shows that I cover. For example, especially if I'm a fan-based TV show and uh, when it comes to Lost, I was a clear violator of copyright, of their copyright. I would play their clips all the time. In fact, <clears throat> of their one-hour show, every about once a week, I would probably play a total of about seven minutes if you take all the various 30 second and a minute and a half clips sometimes the two minute audio clip of the show I would take all of those things and I would have about seven to ten minutes of the actual episode in my podcast episode talking about it if you want to get an idea of just how much on the edge I went out I mean I, I literally put myself I, I walked on thin ice when it came to the TV show Lost. So much so that let me play my 53-second audio intro for that podcast. Hey, cool, you fixed it. Don't expect anything. The chances of getting a signal are slim at best. Static's good, right? No. Reception is good. Wait, what's that? It's Russo's signal. Oh, crap. But this radio has a wider bandwidth. <laughs> That's what you call a party in a podcast. Hold it! Stop, do you hear that? Welcome 
to the weekly Lost Edition of the Generally Speaking Production Network. Now, here are your hosts, Stephanie and Cliff. And as you can see there, of course, we played plenty of audio clips right there in our intro. And we did that every single week. Hundreds of podcast episodes of, of just playing their clips in our show. I mean, it, and, and never once did we run into an issue or haven't run into an issue yet. All those episodes are still online somewhere. So, uh, you know, of course, we always, whenever somebody called in with a theory, uh, we always played. It's an interesting theory. There you go. And if we completely debunked a theory, we would play. Ah, then your theory is wrong. All right. And then, of course, when we were at the end of the show, we would talk about spoilers and, and stuff like that. And then, of course, we even had a lost party where we celebrated the finale, and this is what we played. You followed the story. Do you think we crashed on this place by coincidence? You've listened to the podcast. It's destiny. And now it must come to an end. You and me are getting the hell off this island. But not before Cliff and Stephanie throw a lost series finale party. Pack your bags. Make your reservations. We're going on vacation, baby. 5 p.m. Eastern, Sunday, May 23rd. The Lost Series Finale Party. We need to get to the safe house. The party will be at a secure facility, but you must RSVP to get in. Open this door! Don't miss the GSPN Lost Finale Party. It's your last chance. Well, thank God for second chances. Sign up today at gspn.tv slash lostparty. So as you can see, I took the liberty of using quite a bit of audio clips from the TV show Lost. Now, here's the situation. The Lost is not the only TV show that I do fan podcast for. And I had done several other shows. But I want to tell you that none of the other shows did I, did I feel like I had the, as much freedom as I had here. And I made a point not to use any audio clips from those TV shows and instead only did commentary about what we had what we had uh, seen in the episode and we only talked about what things that people had said we had maybe quoted something that they had said in the show and then talked about it but we never played the audio and so I kind of just the way that I always did that was that I went with my my gut feeling and I don't recommend that as a as a way for you to move forward legally so I I don't know Brian, if I answered your questions, my recommendation is that you seek the advice of a, a lawyer when it comes to, you know, what is appropriate. I, I don't recommend that you use my own philosophy of, of that it's easier to ask for forgiveness than it is to get permission. But I will tell you, that's certainly what I did with Lost. And uh, and I don't know that I would be comfortable doing that with just any TV show. So there you go. Those are my thoughts. All right, so I have one other thing I want to tell you about that I'm very excited to share. And as I mentioned last week in episode 225 of Podcast Answer Man, I did a free podcasting 101 level uh, webinar this past weekend on Saturday. And the original idea here was that I was going to create this tutorial that's been missing in my product line forever. You know, introduction to podcast. I can't believe it. All these years that I've been a podcast consultant coach, 
I've got all these products about how to edit your podcast and these, I mean, they're, they're pretty in-depth tutorials on taking your podcast to the next level. But out of all this time, I still did not have a 101 introduction to podcast kind of product and tutorial. I'm like, this is the one thing that's missing. If I mean, how can people go in and purchase my my higher level things when they haven't even learned how to get started? You know, and 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 so many people are coming to me after they have started and we have to fix all the mistakes that they made when when they hadn't set up their feed properly and some other mistakes that they were making like you know 40 episodes with no artwork tagged on their mp3 files and and those kind of things uh with all you know all their episodes loaded up on their web host and all of a sudden their web host is telling them that you know we're shutting you down you need to go find a new hosting uh provider i mean so i haven't had this 101 level introduction how do you get started setting the proper foundation for podcasting and all of that has finally changed i wanted to create this learn how to podcast 101 level type of product. And so I decided I was going to do a webinar and I opened it up for free and the response was amazing. We had uh, 287 people sign up for the webinar and during the live webinar, we had 165 of those people show up live, which was amazing and I'm very delighted with. And the the idea was that I was going to give away, you know, t- t- the information for free to anybody who came to the live session. But of course, anybody who wanted to buy the product, I was going to make it available for $49 and it was going to be very high quality, very much worth the cost of $49 and then some. Um, And just to give you an idea, I have finally completed this product and so far the total is well over 50 hours that I have logged into putting this tutorial together. When you consider all the prep work that I did beforehand, the actual delivering the content as it was being recorded live on Saturday, and then the actually uh, two to three days of post-production that I did to get it to where it is today. But anyway, I got to thinking, though, about the response that I had to the free webinar. And the reason why I gave the, the webinar for free on uh, Saturday was because I knew that if I had offered this for free, it would generate some, you know, some response. People would sign up, cost being no factor at all. I, I told people ahead of time saying, listen, I am going to make an offer for you to buy this product afterwards. If you think that recording is valuable and you want to go over it step by step and see the materials over and over again as much as you need to so that you can you, you can create your podcast. And also, I, I give it away as, as a, a means of promoting my podcasting A to Z course, you know, because I do have a course coming up Monday and I still have 10 spots to fill for that course between now and Monday, which I think will fill. But that that's what I wanted to accomplish. And so I thought, you know, this is going to be great. This This webinar is going to be a huge success. It's going to generate some sales for the, the recorded product to get things started and rolling in the right direction. And then I, I got to thinking, it's like, you know what, the, the response to the free webinar was so much more than what I had expected that I thought, what if I gave the tutorial away for free? And, you know, and, and I know that when I shared that I was giving this away for free, and by the way, I have made the decision to give this away for free, and I'd like to share with you why I'm going to be giving away this tutorial for free and and basically then how you can get it and stuff like that. So first and foremost, I want to let you know that podcasting for me is a passion. 
you know, I never got into podcasting initially starting things out to make money. Now, of course, since I've made podcasting my full-time career is generating income from what I do through podcasting a a huge part of uh, how I make a living? Absolutely. And so there's no question that money is a factor these days when it comes to the decisions I make strategically on on how and, and why I do certain things. I mean, there that just happens to go along with the territory when you decide to make something that's your passion, your business. But, it, but first and foremost, before the money comes into the picture, podcasting is a passion. It's something that I believe in. I, it's something that I have seen transform my life and it's something that I've seen transform the lives of other people. In fact, that's where you can go back to episode number 225 last week where I say start podcasting today. You never know where it'll take you. I mean, honestly, I believe that. I've seen the stories over and over again how podcasting where somebody takes it and starts it out as a hobby, just playing around, just talking about something that they just can't not talk about. You know, they love that content so much that they just can't imagine not talking about it. And and I've seen that radically transform their lives. And that's what I want more people to experience. I understand that podcasting is not for everybody, but there but it is for more people than than what they possibly think. And and I think that the thing that keeps people from podcasting and trying it out is they think it's too difficult or they simply don't know where to start. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted this product to be available. And making it available for free completely reduces the barrier. I mean, completely wipes it away, obliterates the barrier. In fact, for anybody who's just thinking about podcasting, and this goes especially for those of you who are listening to this, you've been listening to this over and over again. Every week you listen to Podcast Answer Man and you say, you know what? I just can't afford to podcast. I mean, it's just way too expensive. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, first and foremost, you can go to learnhowtopodcast.com. Learnhowtopodcast.com. The tutorial is 100% for free. There's more than two hours of instruction there. It is everything the hobbyist needs to start podcasting. And in fact, I will tell you, there is step-by-step instructions in part seven of the video tutorial series that will tell you how to create your podcast from scratch 100% free. And it'll walk you through step-by-step where if you actually watched that two-hour tutorial today, by the end of today, you as a hobbyist would have a podcast up and running and it won't cost you a penny, not even a penny. So there you go. That is the first and foremost reason why I want it because I just want people to start podcasting as a hobby and just get out there and play with it. You can change things. What You can always change things later if you follow the steps. Now, the thing is, don't go to part seven and start watching from there. If you go to part seven and start watching from there, chances are you won't understand some of the things of why I did some of the things that I was doing in part seven, in that step-by-step tutorial. Watch the whole tutorial, and then if you want to start out for free, there's information on how to do that. And it's actually using posters, something that somebody called in, uh, not if it wasn't last week, the week before, and I said, you know, you may want to consider not doing this. And anyway, um, I just want to let you know that somebody had emailed me back, and I don't have that email in front of me right now, but uh, Posterous does limit you to, I think, two gigabytes of bandwidth per month. So that's that's two gigabytes. That's including you uploading your file and then all the various people downloading your file. And for somebody who's doing this as a hobby, 
and uh, you're just playing around with this, as long as you set it up the way that I show you in my tutorial series, you'll be fine. And if Poster says, you know what, we can't deliver any more of your files, you're, you know, you went through two gigabytes after your second episode and by golly, you'll have to wait until next month and now nobody else can download your file. We can always fix that later when you become more popular than what you anticipated and now all of a sudden you're, you're ready to take it to the next level. So as long as you follow the steps in there, you'll be fine. So that's the first reason of why I made this available for free. And the other reasons are I have all these different products that I have available for sale. And if you want to get a, an idea or a feel for my training style, or if you want to get a feel for the quality of the video of the instructional tutorials that I have, then I think what better way to give people an idea of that than to actually give them one of my tutorials away for free and let you see how much time and effort and energy I put into them, how thorough the materials are. And so honestly, I believe that giving this away for free is going to and ultimately end up uh, generating some interest in people who want to take their show to the next level. So it'll lead to more digital training product sales. It probably will lead to some equipment sales down the road. It will probably lead to some more one-on-one -on -one consulting and coaching clients, which I love working with. And not to mention more podcasting A to Z course signups. And by the way, did I mention that I have a class starting this Monday, September 12th? And there are 10 spots left. If you want to get in, go to podcastingatoz.com. But anyway, and then there's one last reason why I decided to make it available for free. The fact is, is that when I did webinars and I charged for them, you know, I had some of my most loyal community members retweet and tweet out and share that I was doing a webinar. And when they shared that, I noticed really the only people who signed up for my webinars for the paid ones were people who were already familiar with who I am and uh, the value that I provide and, and stuff like that. Nobody, if nobody that had saw a tweet that had no idea who Cliff Ravenscraft was, that none of those people signed up. It was, you know, I now the thing is, is I did extremely well and I sold out all of those paid webinars, but it was all people that I already knew and had already known me and I'd already developed a relationship of tr trust and influence as a result of putting out all this content. They knew who I was. However, this time during the free webinar, all those same people went out there and tweeted about it and the fact that you could see quite plainly, yes, this is free, no obligation. All of a sudden, I saw my friends, the same people tweeting out and sharing in Facebook and LinkedIn updates, you know, that I was doing this course for free and immediately people started signing up from them putting this tweet out there. People who had no idea who I was were signing up for this and not only that, but people who had no idea who I was were actually sharing on their social networks, you know, their, on their profiles, sharing about this. And people who didn't know who I was, who had signed up for this, were tweeting and Facebooking and LinkedIn status updating about this free webinar. And they actually had people who didn't, who still didn't know who I was actually signing up for my webinar. And so I saw the, the power of giving something away of some, something so high value for free and that when there's no strings attached, when there's no obligation, people are more willing to, to, to share it and people are more willing to, to consume it. And, and so I, in, a, in a way, this is like the ultimate 
like business card for it, it's it's like my business card you know we all print up business cards hopefully we spent some money on a good design we spent money on a good card stock and and you by golly you got a you got a nice business card and you go out and you pay for these things and what do you do you hand them out for free right and you sometimes you give a good friend two or three of them so they can hand it out to other people right well that's exactly what this is my my learn how to podcast.com free webinar is my business card and it's a way for people to go out there and give it away for free and to promote it for free. And it is 100% for free. And so head over to learnhowtopodcast.com and check it out. And if you like it, I invite you to please consider talking about it on your podcasts because guess what? There are people out there who are listening to your podcast who would love to learn how to podcast and they just don't know where to start. And now you can refer them to a place where they can learn for free. If you have a blog, maybe you don't have a podcast yet, but you have a blog, I did, I'd love it if you would blog about learnhowtopodcast.com. And of course, if you have a Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Google Plus account, occasionally if you want to throw out there, hey guys, if you want to learn how to podcast, there is an awesome free tutor- tutorial over there at learnhowtopodcast.com. That would be awesome as well. Anyway, I, I'm always internally conflicted about how much I just go on and on about the things that I do. But at the same time, I want to share with you what I'm doing in my life, in my business, in my podcasting efforts, in hopes that it will inspire and encourage you to do certain things. So if you don't get anything else out of this, if all you thought about during this entire thing is, man, I wish Cliff would just shut up and get to that, you know, thing about newsworthy. That's why that's why I'm here today. Well, then I think you're overlooking the opportunity of seeing a principle of saying, hey, what can I give away for free? What can I do? What, what can I spend 50, more than 50 hours creating? What can I pour more than 50 hours of my life into and give it away for free? And if I'm struggling with the thoughts of spending 50 hours on something and then giving it away for free, why am I struggling with that? And, and wrestle with that because I want to tell you, I wrestled with it and I've made the decision and I am confident that the decision was the right one and that ultimately it's going to be end up being one of those decisions that that uh, I may look back on a couple years from now and say, you know what, my my business, I thought my business was doing really good until I made the decision to give, I think, the most valuable piece of the puzzle away for free and 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 wow, did things really take off from there. So hopefully you're not just saying, you know, Cliff's just an infomercial. And, and maybe I just need to quit bringing that up because it's really only three or four people that's ever said that. And there, there are a lot of you listening to this that have never said that. So with that being said, I'm, I'm now going to push my, my, my prohibitive conscience to the side and I'm going to bring to you this interview with Joel Bogus and his wife is Pei Kang. And um, this is an interview that I did with them and I want to set this up. I want to let you know one thing. Joel and Pei took my podcasting A to Z course back in March of this year, 2011, and they were they were one of my very first students. And I recently asked them if we could spend an hour or so together for two things. One, I wanted to record a separate interview, uh, which would be a testimonial interview. And in this testimonial interview, I was going to ask them about how they felt about my podcasting A to Z course. And I told him I also wanted to bring uh, them on to talk about this idea of making yourself newsworthy. The idea here is that Joel has been 
on his local media, like no, local news stations, 30 times since November of 2010. That's 30 times in less than a year. All right. And so Joel knows a thing or two about getting out there and, and, and getting some traditional media coverage. And, and it's all about around this idea of making yourself newsworthy. So I wanted to actually have Joel and Pay on to talk about that for Podcast Answer Man. The idea in my mind was that the Podcast Answer Man interview that I was going to include wasn't going to have anything to do at all with the Podcasting A to Z course. But they were confused. They thought that my desire was to, you know, to kind of weave that into this as well. And so I want to let you know that the first six minutes, there's a lot of, you know, uh, talk about how they felt about the podcasting A to Z course it was not intentional. And in fact, if I edited that out, then I would just have 10 minutes of a, an abrupt intro into this idea of newsworthiness. And so I want to let you know the, the original interview was about 30 minutes. I took out a ton of promotion about the podcasting A to Z course. And uh, so the first six minutes are them going on and on about the podcasting A to Z course. But uh, it's a 17-minute total interview. I'm going to go ahead and play that for you right now. Well, everybody, I have on the line with me right now Joel Bogus, and we also have Pei Kang from fourpointscoaching.com. Is that, did I get that right? That's us. Excellent. And I am so excited to have you guys here on Podcast Answer Man because I absolutely love what you guys are doing with podcasting. And uh, I'm going to let you guys kind of explain how you entered into the world of podcasting and what you do for a living. Sure, absolutely. Cliff, a pleasure to be on your show. And gosh, what we have accomplished with podcasting and what we've learned is just a reflection of your involvement in what we're doing with, with podcasting. And once again, just want to thank you for being involved uh, with us and, and being available as our podcasting coach. And we have um, taken our podcasting to a whole nother level. I'm in my fifth year doing career coaching now. And we, we've started the podcast from pretty much from day one. And then we, we kind of had some peaks and had some valleys, mostly valleys. <laughs> and uh, then, of course, we heard you speak on the No More Mondays cruise. And it was just phenomenal. And we knew that we, we had to... Um, can I, can I add something right here? Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. Hey, Cliff, the, this journey has been awesome, uh, what we learned from you. But before we met you on the cruise, we actually thought, hey, you know what? I think we're doing pretty good with our podcast. And once we learned about, um, we just realized it's time for us to take it to the next level. Yes. Once we went through the, the class, then we, we knew that, okay, now we have the tools and we have the knowledge and we have everything at our disposal. We, we just need to make it happen. So one of the things that I did personally is I created a schedule of when, when I wanted to do my podcast and when I wanted to publish my podcast. And those are two different things. You know, I, I record uh, all my podcasts generally on, on a Friday. Every once in a while we sprinkle another day or two in there, but generally I record them back to back on a Friday and then we decide based on our schedule, upcoming events, things of that nature, when when in the calendar we want to publish those. And whatever we do publish, it's at 6 a.m. On, on a Monday morning. So we're very consistent with that. And that's one of the things that we've learned, uh, consistency. And then also on Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Uh, once again, staying staying with consistency. 
And if for whatever reason there needs to be a bonus show, we've done that once or twice, then we'll get one of those out on one of the other days. When I signed up to this class, I thought, okay, uh, it's the equipment, it's the um, a few extra things we didn't know, and that will be it. But when I walk in, the very first class was actually why we do podcasts. And that actually really got us focused on who's our audience. And the group was very supportive. And then a, a few things we actually didn't think uh, too much about, we realized how important it is and to get a logo or the artwork and how to send to iTunes, what server to use, who to use to host. I mean, all that hard work, I, I'm, I'm the kind of person I like to research things, but over time, I'm tired of just trying to figure out there's just gazillion number of different options there. And if you already done all the research, why, why am I going to even mess with that? So in that webinar you had, it was so easy to follow. And she's a high C person, personality. <laughs> right. So, you know, she, she really gets into digging and researching and accumulating information, things of that nature. So uh, it was still learn, learning this process on our own. What well, was still almost, you know, o- over her head and sometimes even frustrating right. to her, you know, as, as we were doing this um, unguided and, and uncoached. And my personality is, you know, a high I and a high D. We're talking about the disc, uh, the disc profile there. And as a high I and high D, th- there's no way I had any patience for, for <laughs> any of that stuff, let alone trying to get in there and, and, and trying to dig it through. So finding, finding a curriculum that was exactly what we wanted and had the same goal that, that we had for, for our podcast was just... I, I don't know how much um, it actually saved us in time. Absolutely. Which, which saves us in money, obviously. Yeah, and we did spend money on this uh, software and that software or different uh, web developer or um, watch hours hours of YouTube demos. I was like, gosh, if I, uh, honestly, if I found you a few years ago, I, I have no idea where our website or podcast would have been. And one other thing is I actually use your class for my own business. I haven't set up my podcast yet, but I just use your information to set up my website. Mm-hmm. And that alone is worth the whole class. I mean, boy, it was so easy. There's so many things available out there today. And then somebody would mention something new to us and that would take our whole website development and podcast development in a whole different direction. Then we'd end up getting, getting lost again. But when, when we decided that, okay, we're, we're going to follow this plan. We're, we're going to go step by step, which right. is exactly how the, your curriculum is laid out step by step. When we follow that, then, then we're going to get to where, where we need to be. And after we had gotten to know you and, and, and your family there was no question that, you know what, that's what we're doing. We're going to follow it step by step. And well, today <laughs> in our house, if if there's a question, either I have or she has, we look at each other and we say the famous words, what would Cliff say? <laughs> <laughs> so Joel, as a career coach, you help people, you know, find their voice, find a way to 
basically uh, make a living out of something that th- is their true passion. Yes. Oh my goodness. And I bet you can relate with that, Cliff. <laughs> yes, I can. Absolutely. And my audience uh, for Podcast Answer Man certainly knows, uh, most of them know my story. If they don't, they can go to podcastanswerman.com slash about and watch the uh, blog world talk that I did there. So the question I have for you is, is so somebody finds their voice, they've started a business, and one of the things that you've been trying to help people do is to learn how to become newsworthy. Yes. Uh, it's important to get the word out about who you are. It's, it's one thing to create a business. It's one thing to create a podcast. But how, how do you get the word out? I mean, so, so talk to me about making yourself newsworthy. What, what does that mean and how do you do it? Sure. Now you're, now you're talking my language, Cliff. I've been in, in uh, before I started as a career coach and I'm now into my fifth year. Uh, I was in television and radio for a long, long time. So I, I have somewhat of an inside track on how to leverage the media to use them as your primary marketing tool. And what's great about that is we're not talking about, you know, purchasing ads on, you know, late night cable TV shows or, you know, infomercials on, you know, Sunday afternoon radio. <laughs> we're talking about making yourself newsworthy so you can leverage the local media and national media, that's TV, radio, and print, into your your powerful marketing arm. The media needs you. The media needs you and they need your story. And, and here's why. Because we live in a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week news cycle. Here's what that means. There always has to be something on. There always has to be something on. Because it's it's that's what producers have to do. They have to generate news. And since there always has to be something on, they're dying for content. They are absolutely dying for content. You know, morning shows are, um, you know, one and a half, two hours. The Fox Good Day, Good Day Dallas show is four hours long. Wow. Now that's a, that's a long time to be on TV. And so, you know, the producer She's uh, sweating bullets at three, four o'clock in the morning trying to figure out, you know, I, I can't just give the weather guy 30 minutes to yammer on about the weather. Right. Uh, I, I've got to have some content. So the media needs you. That, that's, that's point number one. You can be a hero to the media. If you have a story to tell, not just a story, uh, I, I wrote a book, please buy it. Or I've got this seminar, please enroll in it. But if you can weave yourself into the local news happenings of, of your community. The, the reporters will be eager to talk to you, to label you as an expert and to, to put you on TV. Can, okay. can I give an example? I, I would love an example of that. Sure. Sure. Well, I've got a system set up on my computer where I, I have newsworthy items pushed to me to push to my inbox. And, um, not too long ago, I got a report that said that there was a study that came out that said women in stressful jobs had twice the level of heart attack risk, That's or right. were, 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 were twice as likely to, to get a heart attack. Women in stressful jobs, you think I got something to say about that? Absolutely. So here's <laughs> what I did. I, I took that report from my email box and I emailed it to all of the reporters that I knew that were, that were close by that I could get to. And I, I followed it up with a phone call 
And then uh, Rebecca at KCEN, that's in Waco, it's, you know, about two hours south of me. She uh, pitched it to her boss and her boss gave her the green light. So all of a sudden I was, uh, I went to Waco to be the expert and to be part of her story. And I'll tell you what, Cliff, she ran that story at five, at six, at 10. And then I believe I was in the rotation again for the morning show. That's four times I was on television and, and that cost me nothing but just kind of heading down to the radio or to the television station and just being being the expert. On, on top of that, you got permission to place that show on YouTube and you place it on your website that adds more to your credibility. Absolutely. You know, wherever you are on TV, you, you want to make sure that you can grab the 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 video footage mm-hmm. and, and put it on your website. And nobody's going to give you any trouble about that. But just as a courtesy, you you want to ask if that's okay. And one of the reasons that you want to ask is because you want to find out quickly before the show airs how you can grab that footage and and, and make get, it easy for them to make it real easy for them. And if you're a good guest and if you have a good story, that reporter is going to start to start to call you back because he or she knows that you know. You're, you're, you're a good uh, person to have uh, on TV. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I, I can give a personal testimony to, to this fact, and that is um, we did our, our Lost series finale party and had people coming from all over the United States and even a friend of ours from Belgium uh, came, wow. came here to Northern Kentucky for our Lost podcast. And I basically sent out a bunch of emails to several different reporters of different stations. I was invited to come on to the morning shows for the ra- local radio stations. And uh, and although they did not tell me ahead of time, they actually did send uh, one of the uh, news reporters out to the event live that night and set up a live satellite feed oh, cool. from our po- party to the uh, local ABC affiliate, and in in the Cincinnati area, that was pretty major. Everybody, everybody that I went to school with, everybody I go to church with, anybody I've ever worked with before, they all saw me on television. Wow! And it was it was pretty wild. And front page of all the newspapers. So uh, th- this so basically the idea here, the concept is we as podcasters, chances yes. are if we have an audience, we've got something to say that people are interested in. Mm-hmm. And so what we need to do is we need to find ways to uh, link that to current events and then reach out to local media personalities, whether it be newspaper, video, uh, you know, the local TV stations or radio and pitch our ideas of how we can help them come up with exactly. content. That's exactly right. And you need you know, do your search, uh, do your Google search on your local media channels and that's radio print and television and then once you get those people you know look them up look them up on twitter on google plus and facebook and you know friend them uh, <laughs> m- most of the reporters have a twitter feed that you know goes out pretty much on a, on a daily basis you know get get familiar yeah uh, get get familiar with that and then find out which reporter uh, covers whatever it is that your your specialty is for for instance if i'm doing career and business coaching you know i want to know what reporter generally 
reports on, on business related you know, issues. If, if there's a, a coach out there that, that coaches women in, um, in health, you know, maybe fitness training for women, well, then she would, you know, find out who the best reporter is to talk to for, you know, women's related issues. Yeah, I, yeah. I understand in this modern days, uh, the power of internet. There's so many people just rely, I feel like their internet marketing is plenty. And this, there are times that's true, but I believe it's important to leverage all our resources. No question. Don't you think, Cliff? I agree. Absolutely. There's no reason for us to just depend on one marketing stream and, and we should be taking advantage of everything that's available to us. Well, I really appreciate you coming on to Podcast Answer Man to help people um, understand that there is another way of reaching out and expanding their audience. And that is to get exposure through the local media, through the traditional media. And I, I think this is a great idea. And in fact, I want to encourage every single person listening to Podcast Answer Man to make it their goal to show up on television in the newspaper or on the local radio station within the next 90 days. How about that? Can wow. be done. All right. It, it can be done. Or we have been incredibly blessed. I've, I've been on, you know, 30 times since November, 2010. And we also got opportunity for speaking engagement from the exposures. So, yeah. The producer for one of the shows that I was on, you know, saw me and just pulled me aside and she said, do you want to come speak to our women's conference right then and there? And so, you know, absolutely. That is awesome. Now, I happen to know that, Joel, uh, you're going to be working on a a new product coming out soon called uh, Making Yourself Newsworthy. What Mm -hmm. I'm going to do is I'm just going to refer people to head over to fourpointscoaching.com. That's the number four pointscoaching.com. And I imagine that uh, when that's available, it's going to show up in your sidebar over there. Is that correct? It will indeed. Excellent. Well, Joe and Pei, thank you very much for coming on the podcast Answer Man and uh, giving us something to all to aspire to. Absolutely. It's been an awesome journey. Well, there you go, my friends. That's the interview with Joel and Pay. I hope that you'll go over and check out some of the things that Joel is doing with his fourpointscoaching.com site. He's got a great podcast up there helping people find their voice. And again, I knew I know that he is going to be creating a product out there, a course that you can go through on making yourself newsworthy as well. Anyway, my friends, that's going to do it here for this episode of Podcast Answer Man. I want to thank you for subscribing. Of course, you can call in your questions for future episodes at 859-795-4067. Again, that's 859-795-4067. Also, I want to remind you to uh, check out podcastinga2z.com. I know some of you are going to get this before Monday, September 12th. And of course, I would love to have you participate in my podcasting A to Z online training course. Again, head over to podcastinga2z.com. And uh, for those of you who are not quite ready to take it to uh, a very serious level of podcasting yet, uh, you can always check out uh, learnhowtopodcast.com. Absolutely free, available now. A tutorial to help you get started today. Today. That's right, my friends. Learnhowthepodcast.com. Thank you very much for tuning in. We'll be back again next week. Until next time, I encourage you to join the community.